0: what's happening everybody welcome back to anime casuals and welcome to back to the lucky rants i'm your host lucky and today we are talking about something actually a little bit on the contrary to what we talked about yesterday so i know the the title might have been a little bit misleading um but it was literally what i was talking about right i was talking about a countdown of somebody who decided to, well i was talking about somebody who decided to make a countdown of why anime sucks and, you know, kind of give my opinions on it. Now, not all of it was completely wrong, but when they were wrong, I felt like, uh, they were really wrong. So, um, uh, but yeah, once again, I mean, that was the podcast yesterday. There is a link, there was a link in the description to that article. If you wanted to check that out yesterday as well. Um, I don't feel like looking it back up again. So, <laughs> um, by the way, I do respect the, his opinions, uh, in that article. I think a lot of them were actually pretty well thought out. Uh, but you know, yeah, you know, anybody that wants to, you know, step up the anime, you know, let's go. But before we get into uh, the other article that I brought up today, I thought I would talk about. So, for people that don't know, got questions is a website. Um, it's a Christian website that you basically, you know, if you let's say if you're wondering, okay, what does Jesus mean in the Bible when you say this, right? When I'm sorry, when he said this, you can kind of go to this. You can kind of go to this. And you know, people will come with a, uh, come up with a consensus, and you know, kind of do this. I mean, I don't know what exactly how they get the answers. So I'm not going to actually say how they get the answers. Maybe it's their organization kind of figures out what it is. But um, I thought it was fascinating. I ended up finding uh, an anime article on this. So once once again, right, completely Christian website. Uh, and the question is, how should a Christian view anime? Okay. So this is really interesting. I'm only going to read maybe the first. I'm I'm going to read like little tidbits of it, but I wanted to read the first paragraph for you real quick. The term anime, the Japanese word for animation, generally f- refers to animation that comes from Japan. Strictly speaking, anime is just another medium used to convey a story or artistic idea. What the actual, uh, while the actual art style in the form of angles and shading, etc., is morally neutral. There are some more ambiguous points to be addressed regarding anime. The same goes for anime's printed counterpart, manga. Okay. So so far. Not too bad in the case, right? Uh once again, I, I consider myself religious. I'm not exactly sure. I, I mean I feel like I'm a Christian too, because that's most of where my values come from. That's also mostly where the churches I've belonged to have all been Christian, mainly uh Protestant, mainly Presbyterian, but um we won't get into that here. But uh, you know, I, I've always been I've always wondered because the problem with religious um exclusivism, I guess, would be the word I'm looking for, is that it doesn't allow for other things. So I'll give you, so actually, you know what, let me, let me, like, go into the second paragraph, because it actually talks a little bit about this. Uh, To begin with, Japanese culture is very different from Western culture. While Western culture has historically sprung from monotheistic roots and embraced a Christian moral code, Far Eastern culture such as exist in Japan lean more Uh, towards mystical superstition and polytheism Uh, mainly multiple gods and ghosts and that kind of stuff specific to Japan is Shintoism a religion that deems the Japanese islands and people divine according to Shintoism the Japanese people are direct descendants of the many gods and spirits Kami uh, living throughout the island. So they actually did a little uh, bit of research on this, too. Or they just have, they're very well versed in uh, different religions. So uh, shrines to the different gods are uh, spirits are coming to fanless Let's skip that. Um, another thing to consider is anime's reputation for permeating violence and sexual content. While not every anime movie is extremely sexual or, or extremely violent, most examples of anime do come with varying levels of salacious and or violent content, ranging from uh, light innuendo and slapstick violence to full-on porn, though this is its own subcategory called hentai and Gorefest. fest. Um, as Christians, we're supposed to dwell on whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good repute. Okay, so I want to actually, uh, the reason why I thought this was really fascinating because it's the same, uh, this is actually the same uh, argument that the guy from yesterday made, right? He ended up saying like whatever is honorable, whatever is right, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, you know, I was like, okay, this is interesting because, the problem with that is a lot of times anime makes us really look into the mirror, right? So, okay, let's let's ask this, let's ask this question, right? And this is actually just me taking everything out of context. So, I'm not actually going to look at this in the context of the Bible, which is, I think, to some degree, it is a mistake, right? Because obviously, we need to kind of know where this is coming from. But when people use the Bible like this, that's why I'm going to take it out of context because. Um, so when you know let's read that one more time whatever is honorable whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is good uh, of good repute um philippians 4 8, 4 uh, uh god i forgot how to say this uh chapter 4 verse 8 um so let, let's keep going actually because they have a couple more additionally colossians 3 2 says set your mind on the things above and on the things that are on earth For the Christians, guarding guarding what comes and stays in our mind is very important. We are to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Okay, So this is a very strict way of thinking. Now, I think it has merits, right? Because if we think about it, right, if you were just believing everything that you saw in an anime, that could be really problematic, right? Um, And this is where we go back to the article yesterday right when the gentleman was talking about the prevalence of young girls being uh, sexualized in porn in porn sorry uh sexualized in anime yes i actually you know i did agree with them now i just said you know we have to look at the cultural significance of japan they're you know they're, they they have different rules over there uh but i will say that you know i've definitely turned off things now I'm, unfortunately i'm watching one because i lost a freaking anime game which you guys can check out on our youtube channel Uh but you know, spoilers spoiler alert right there, I just I lost the game, so I now have to watch this anime called uh mocking key. And it's freaking god awful, man. Like every single shot is like some type of panty shot, some type of you know, something and then it's just like, Oh, come on guys, like just uh anyway. Uh so yeah, it's yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But you know that that's I'm watching this because I'm forced to, but you know, not a lot of anime is exactly like that. Um and when we talk about, uh, let, let me go back to what I was saying er, earlier, right, whatever is right, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good repute of good repute. And now that they brought this all together, it basically kind of sounds like it's a pretty strict way, because a lot of like a lot of the really hardcore Christians do not cuss, do not um, because of the, the you know, respecting that part of their religious integrity. Uh, and uh you know actually let me read a little bit more of this because i I just saw something interesting While there can be a lot of questionable things in anime there are strong christians who enjoy the medium they appreciate the style the futuristic settings and the imaginative storytelling in the anime and they might see being and they might see and be encouraged by some biblical approved themes presented in anime such as self-sacrifice kindness loyalty endurance and courage so that was another thing um so I think most of this article is basically, actually, you know what, let me sum it up with the last paragraph right, right here. How should a Christian view anime carefully? What might be beneficial for one person could be devastating for another person. Uh, this is from another uh, Bible verse from Romans. Um, then comes um, in Corinthians, be aware of, the, of what the Holy Spirit might be saying. If he's saying to stay away, then stay away. But if you have no conviction against anime, you oh, I thought, that, I thought this was another Bible verse. I was like, whoa, they had a Bible verse for this? But if you have no conviction against anime and you have thoroughly searched your heart and motives then approach with caution and bear in mind that you are called to whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. So, yeah, th- there's there's a lot here. Um, it's tough to really say when you're talking uh, about, like, strict Christianity, right? If, if you're talking only about strict Christianity, should you watch anime? I mean, absolutely. I think I think one of the best examples of this is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because it shows a... Um, well, first off, a, like, A, it has a lot of ties to the Christian, the Catholic, like, any, like, a lot of religious things, but typically things from the Bible, right, where they have the seven deadly sins embodied um, in that... Uh, and instead of, and there's there's there. It's funny because there's actually religious persecution in there against the Shimbalans, right? That that what they're called, the Ishbalans? Ishbalins. Um, and so, you know, w- there's this religious persecution against them from scientists, right? Which are the alchemists. And so there's a lot of this like turmoil that comes up, and it's funny because. Scar, who is a villain in there, and by the way, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna completely spoil it, but th- there will be some slight spoilers for Brotherhood here, Pulockkinss brotherhood. Um, but Scar actually embodies both of these very well, right. He shows what one can do if you end up too too far in either way, right um, because he ended up getting so consumed by revenge. That he believed that he was doing god's work so he ended up using the tools of science or alchemy to make what he uh to make himself uh this living weapon and now he's and then throughout the story he starts to realize like oh I need to atone for my sins, right? So there's good things from 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 religion, which is which are like things that hold you accountable for things, right? Um now I'm not saying to like stay shame. Like he didn't stay just shamed or anything like that, but he realized he did a lot of bad stuff, right? And he had to atone for it. And just letting himself die was not going to atone for those things. So um so yeah, I think Full Alchemist Brotherhood is one of the best series like it's well, hands down, it's one of the best anime ever. I think I'd put it in my top Top five of all time. I don't know where I'd put it on my top five, but yeah, definitely top five of all time in terms of uh, just how accessible it is. Like, I I told this story before, but my pastor had actually seen it with his sons. And, like, listen, dude, it's... it's. But sometimes anime can be really brutal, but sometimes you need the brutality of human nature to be shown in a cartoon way, well, obviously, because it's real difficult to actually show that in any other way. Um, Because... and. the reason why that is is because it, it it holds up this mirror to ourselves. Sometimes, a lot of times, people will just look at it and be like, "Oh my God, people are so terrible," but I'm not, you know. And there, there are definitely people like that. I've heard that a lot. But assuming, um, but you know, I I think at the same time, anime really shows us what uh, the evil parts of ourselves. I mean, there's just so many things in anime, or there's so many characters in anime that embody that type of like sometimes like a a certain part of like uh psychopathy you know some people embody this this complete darkness this complete uh sense of vengeance like guts you know like there's certain things that definitely uh anime brings up and a lot of questions that us westerners we just can't ask because we're not looking we're looking from the inside out right so let's say it was like we're looking at uh you know we're looking at ourselves as Westerners, as, you know, as a religious person, right, or like a Christian, and we're looking at it, we're trying to look at it from our own biased perspective, whereas these people are looking, you know, these Japanese people are looking at Christianity from an outside-in perspective, although there are a lot of Christians over there, they, they do marriage and all that kind of stuff, so, um, but, you know, it's, uh, it definitely... You know, it it gives a fresh perspective to it. Let's just say that Uh, one more thing I wanted to uh, pull up was a top 10 list of reasons to watch and respect anime. Okay, so I don't know. So I obviously, you know, respecting anime is one thing, but respecting the art form, I think, would be better wording here. Um, but let's go see what they're talking about. I'm not actually going to read a whole lot of this article, I'm basically going to read you the bullet points. So, number one, it is filled with thought provoking and mature messages. So, this kind of goes back to what I said before, right? There are really dark moments in anime that really make you question the morality that we live through in our everyday lives sometimes, okay? And sometimes that could be good, sometimes that could be bad, right? If you have a bad moral compass, and Obviously, if you see something like crazy, like in psychopath, excuse me, psychopaths, or I was about to try try and say psychopathy again, but psychopaths, or like something like that, where um, it blurs the moral lines a little bit, then obviously there could be a problem there. But you know, I think for any uh, any rational adult out there, all all this is going to do is spark your inquiry into your own mind, right? And that's really what I like about anime, man. It makes me really self-reflect and say hey, can i i could probably become this monster right like when you think about what guts went through in berserk i'm not going to spoil too much but i mean he went through some shit. i mean there's all kinds of stuff in there you know there is there's rape there is uh, you know there's all this stuff uh you know platoons being killed by demons all this shit. okay that swells a little bit there but you know there's a lot of stuff that happens to guts and can you blame him for wanting to go on this hell-bent revenge scheme against somebody Of course not. I mean, should he be doing it? That's a different story. But if you weren't put in that same situation and were, if you were uh, raised as a mercenary your whole life, would you not be trying to do the same thing that he was doing? I don't think so. You know, he he was born in a different time in different circumstances. And that's what brings, I think that's what anime does so well is it brings a sense of empathy to characters that you wouldn't normally empathize otherwise because the storytelling is so good right it's not just like oh yeah this guy just wants revenge like i think one of my biggest things is uh in one piece right now there's a character i'm not gonna um i'll just say his name and i won't say exactly what's happening but there's this character named orochi right now that i have no empathy for because they didn't write him extremely well you know and one Piece has a lot of characters. I get it, but I, I just feel like they didn't write him super well. At least yet. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give. I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt until we finally get to you know the end of his arc. But right now, I'm just not able to really feel empathy. It's just like, oh, this is a really evil character. And I said this before in a in a previous podcast where the the stakes have go, gone up so high in the story writing like medium that it's hard to get away with a villain that's just a villain for the hell of it you know, unless they are completely psychopathic, right? Like the Joker. But even then, he's got some interesting, um, you know, he's got some interesting motivations. And when he talks, it's not exactly all like, yes, it comes from an insane point of view, but all all the stuff he's saying is actually quite coherent and actually quite, uh, you know, quite self-reflective. You know, he's just, he's just more open to it. You know, he just says he's crazy. Whereas he says, Batman, hey, you're, you're just acting like you're not me, but, you know, you can try that all you want, but, you know, you're still just like me. Uh, let's keep going. It's a relatable. Yeah, rela- relatability is one of the biggest things about these animes. That's why I was kind of questioning or, uh, uh, you know, saying that I didn't really exactly like Orochi in One Piece. But, you know, every now and then there are going to be characters that are not as relatable. But, uh, you know, a lot of times when you see a character... Uh, especially in like slice of life animes where they're going through this tough hiatus, like they get laid off from a job and they end up drinking their lives away and all this stuff, you start to realize, oh wow, there's a lot to this that that reminds me of my own life. Even when you see people in high school, what are, dude, one of the most relatable animes, even though like it has a very sci-fi premise, which is uh, Re:Life. If you guys have not seen Re:Life, dude, that is awesome. It's on pretty much every streaming platform. That okay, sorry, Funimation and Verve both have Re:Life, but Oh my goodness gracious, bro. And basically the premise is that you, th- this guy who is working, you know, you, you know, he, he's not really feeling too much into his life. He's working at like a 7-Eleven type place. And um, he's given the opportunity to go back to high school by this pharmaceutical firm that gives him a pill that basically makes him revert back to a 17 year old self. He like basically looks 17 again, but he uh, and he ends up going back to high school to relive it. Right, so that he can uh, appreciate his life a little bit more and kind of remember what it's like. Because a lot of times when we get out of high school, like ten or fifteen years down the line, you start to forget some of the important lessons that you learned there, and sometimes you forget what it's like to be a kid. You know, um, and that's just how it is. And uh, it was just super, a super relatable thing to me because sometimes, you know, you think about ooh, your high school days. Uh, sometimes you either think about them as the worst days of your life or the best days of your life. I kind of had a mixture of both, and. But at least I had structure there. Now I don't have structure and I have to make my own structure. And so then looking back on it, I was like, you know what? But at least I get to create something that I couldn't create in high school, right? Because I was still being dictated a little bit to do certain things. So uh, yeah, real life is a completely relatable story. And there are a lot of relatable stories in a lot of these mediums, even if it may seem fantastical. A lot of these ideas have to come from somewhere in the human experience because they're made by humans, obviously. So uh, there's something for everyone, yeah. So I mean, what what what's the different genres? Slice of life, romance, uh, especially slice of life. It's such a broad category that even like I think I think right, IQ and some of the other sport sports animes technically fall into uh, like a subcategory of slice of life. Although they're typically they're technically sports animes. The slice of life is kind of in there because there's no crazy life-changing events that are happening as well um where you know because same thing with romance right? romance also falls in a slice of life category a lot of times depending on what it is you know there are obviously action adventure slice of life and or excuse me action yeah action adventure romance animes right uh so yeah there is definitely something for everyone both strong female characters and this is what i was saying yesterday right about the Uh, The guy saying, oh, all anime is just misogynistic. It only does this, this, and this. And, you know, there are actually really strong female characters. Now, granted, they definitely do do some, uh, put female characters in very much a, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Like a subjugative lens, I guess, sometimes. Um, But a lot of times it's just, you know, listen, you also have to think about, what is it that women want? Women don't typically want a guy that's just, you know, passive and does these things. They want to marry a hero. Okay. And that's just how, that's kind of how it is, right? Women like to be chased. Men like to, to, to run after or chase, right? That's kind of how the courting game works, right? Guys typically ask women now, now this has never happened to me. I've always been asked out. Okay. But, you know, you have to also think about that. You also have to think about what women—what do women want, right? And dude, even in the stories where these women are directing and writing, they do the same things, guys. Okay, it's not just male directors making this up, dude. Uh, there are all types of women directors that are doing the same shit as the male directors. Okay, and maybe you could say you can make the case like, oh yeah, but they're—I don't know—what what, what kind of what kind of woke shit could kind i of say here oh they're being brainwashed by the male patriarchy and all this shit no i mean listen it, it to a certain degree this is what people want and maybe they don't want it so that's why you get things like villainous uh my life as a villainous forgot what the rest of the name the the uh the the rest of the title for the anime is called but uh you know that was that is a very strong female character that was still feminine yet courageous yet like, dude, she, she fit all these bills. I mean, she was almost too perfect of a character because she didn't, like anybody that watched that could have been like, oh, see, she's not this overly masculine female character, but she's strong, but she's strong in her own way. And she does her, she does things in a feminine manner that are also like respectable, you know? And I, I love that anime, dude. I think that was one of the best representations of a female, uh, a female heroine or a female uh, protagonist. Uh, number five action so action yeah action in anime is just hands down gorgeous man if you don't believe me i mean what are you listening to this podcast for but if you don't believe me i mean just go to any anime that is out there right you just go to i mean attack on titan when you know just everything about it what are some good ones um berserk when it before it went cg um i mean there's just so many examples any gundam anime Right. And yeah, it's just awesome. Number six is soundtrack. So the OPs and the endings. Oh my God, dude, they are just, excuse me, they are just uh, amazing, man. And I, I tweeted this out one day where I was like, yo, why do anime OPs like make me, uh, for people that don't know, OPs means uh, opening uh, opening songs, but uh, you know, why do they, why does it make me re- like, like, imagine my life in third person at, like, super high speeds. Like, it totally does. It makes me, like, reflect on my life in, like, super high speeds, right? Like, uh, what, the, what the fuck is that song? Uh, Miju-kani-alumono. You know, <laughs> freaking closer for me anyway, Joe. Uh, you know, you're just thinking about your life and all the things you've lost and all this stuff. Uh, I, I won't go into spoiler territory for Naruto. But, yeah, there's just so much in there, man. And uh, and some of the soundtracks, dude, especially, like, when you hear, like, Naruto, that... Dum, 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 dum. Uh, You you all know what I'm saying. Even though I'm singing it really bad, you all know what song that is, okay? Because it's freaking awesome. Um, And even, dude, Shippuden had uh, some bangers of their own, right? And, you know, not taken away from there. But, dude, just the original Naruto soundtrack you know, when they're just walking around, you know, it's just, it's so good, man, I just, oh man, it brings a smile to my face every single time I hear that, I think it, was what, what it called, Walking in Konoha, I think is, is the name of that soundtrack, if you want to check it out on uh, YouTube or anything like that, uh, let's check this out, Endless Possibilities, um, I'm gonna have to actually read this one, just so I understand what they're saying, but, one of the greatest things about anime is that it's not confined to one space. There are endless possibilities for characters and worlds that it's making my head spin the amount of activities creators can produce. Characters can be in space, have special powers, live in a different universe, be inside a video game, or solve math- mathematical equations. Yeah, so um, that's yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. I was thinking maybe it overlapped with another one, but yeah, no, that's a really good point. You know, isekais have been on the rise lately, but you know, the isekais have always been there to a certain degree. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, you really, can't, you know, like, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's a meme, right? Like, Oh, you, if you can think it, there's an anime for it. Right. I think, I think actually the, the guy yesterday kind of said that a little bit, but in a more negative context, I say it in a more positive context, right? Oh, what you like to cook. Oh, okay. So we have a uh, chocolate cookie, you know, oh, sorry, uh, food wars, right? So you have, uh, if you have a, if you want to you know, if you like volleyball, well, there's Haikyuu. If you like basketball, there's Kuroko no Basket. You know, there's there's all types of anime out there for pretty much everyone. There's even a football anime. There's a rugby anime. You know, I mean, what anime is not there? You know, it's wild. So, uh, number eight, it has a major influence in the Western animation. In Western animation and film, yeah, there's definitely a lot of... Uh, Let's see. Let's see exactly what he said. Uh, many beloved cartoon shows like South Park, Adventure Time, Avatar: the Last Airbender, and animated movies like Up, Monsters, Inc., Aladdin, Little Mermaid, and Beauty and the Beast have cited that films from anime super legend uh, Miyazaki has uh, as a major influence. Interesting. I actually didn't know that about uh, some of those people, but that actually makes a lot of sense in here. um Let's see. Popular live-action movies such as Avatar, The Matrix, Bricks uh scott pilgrim vs. world okay you can definitely see in there looper and van helsing had their directors and creators all cite the different anime have been huge influences on in their work yeah absolutely uh re- revered anime such as akita cowboy bebop naruto ghost in the shell and vampire hunter d oh I think we know what vampire hunter d uh, I think we know where that came from probably van helsing uh, but anyway Uh, Yeah, obviously, you just can't get away with, uh, you just can't get away from the huge influence that anime has on the whole world at this point, right? Um, Nine, unique and interesting characters. Yeah, so this one, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Some of the characters in these anime are just, um, you know, I mean, let's look at, like, Luffy, right? He's a pirate that is honorable right? Two things that usually don't go together exactly, right? Obviously, pirates do do some terrible things, but you kind of forget that Luffy's a pirate, and you kind of forget the pirate is usually a pejorative in many ways, right? It's somebody that's goes, that goes against maritime law, usually, and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, Luffy kind of breaks that mold, and so he's very unique in that sense. Obviously, there are a lot of pirates that do that in One Piece, but I'm just saying One Piece in particular kind of breaks that mold. And then you have uh other characters um shoot i'm trying to remember some characters off the top of my head i mean look at castletown dandelion like all the the siblings in that anime are just you know have these crazy superpowers and yet they're also uh you know they're also what do you call it they're also like all vying for the same position of being king of of uh, whatever the place, Castletown. I don't, I don't know what the hell actually the, the name of the. I think that's the name of the town, but um, you know, they they're all vying for the same thing. Very original stories, I would say as well. Unique and interesting characters and unique and interesting stories. Uh, it's simply entertaining. Is number ten. Yeah, I mean, you just can't, dude. I can't tell you how many t- how many hours of lost sleep that I've had just by finding an anime at like eleven o'clock at night. And just trying to binge it all, and ju- you know, just because I can't put it down, it's like a good book, right? Except I don't like to read. Uh, <laughs> so you know, if you do like to read out there, then it's like a good book, right? Uh, if you're like me, you're just gonna go put the, put the book down and you're gonna watch some anime. Uh, but you know, that really good list so far. I mean, um, you know, I, obviously I do respect anime and I, I I love it so much, obviously, or else we wouldn't be doing a channel about it, right? Um, there's just so many ways to go. I mean, anime is such an open-ended conversation that you can talk about anything and everything, and there's so many different anime out there that it's not like if you are... hmm, Let's say if you decided, okay, I'm going to go into the... I'm only going to talk about romance, like Hallmark movies, right? For people that don't know what Hallmark movies are, I'm not going to exactly explain it, but mostly uh, it's on this channel called the Hallmark Channel, and most of them are kind of... uh, a romance, uh, a lot of holiday ones and all that kind of stuff. That's where we get Hallmark cards from. But, uh, you know, you're severely limiting yourself to that genre. Whereas anime is such an open-ended genre that it's like, oh, well, here's a drama. Also, I can do a romance, you know, uh, Kimi Kimi to doke over here, but then I could do an action like uh, Black Clover over here. But then I could do like a dramatic, a dramatic slice of life like after the rain over here and it's just it's incredible the the range that anime has so uh really good list i'll have a link to both this and the got questions article about you know uh how should christians uh view anime that kind of thing um but as always guys you guys are more than welcome to check out our link tree in the description box down below for all things casual as well as emailing us uh, you can email us at uh, anime casuals with an s real r-e-a-l at gmail.com if you guys have any questions that you'd like to ask or any uh, video suggestions or anything like that but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual